Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sin, and I am passionate about teaching people how to save time and manage their finances. So if you're ready for a shame-free, grace-filled money discussion, you've come to the right place. Today, we're going to talk about money management tips that are beneficial regardless of your income because I have heard time and time again, this is probably one of my most common comments, DMs, emails is, well, I don't have enough money to budget, LOL. And I get that sentiment because when my husband and I first started paying off our debt, we were very low income. So if you don't know, we paid off $36,000 in two years on one income and that income started off at $38,000. So we didn't have a lot to work with. And so I would argue that if you have a small income, it's all the more reason to learn to manage a small amount. It's hard, but you can do it. It's doable. And I know because I did it and I'm stupid and if I can do it, you'll, you'll ace it. No problem. So let's dive in. I really hope that this episode will help you. It's all about money management tips for any income, whether you're just starting out or have been on your financial journey for a minute. These strategies will help you take control of your finances. So let's go. You know money management is vital. I, I feel like it's more vital for people with a low or below average income. So don't let anyone fool you into thinking that it's only for the wealthy. It's crucial for those of us with limited resources. Why? Well, let me break it down for you. First of all, good money management helps stretch every dollar we earn and that we're prioritizing the stuff that we need in life. By creating a budget, we can figure out what's truly important and avoid wasting money on things that don't really matter to us. And it's all about setting those priorities, knowing our needs from our wants and making sure we don't overspend. When we do this, we can tackle debts, save emergency funds, build financial security, a safety net, maybe have some set aside for goals. But it's not just about making ends meet. Money management gives us a sense of control and empowerment over our finances. And that's what I want you to walk away from every week when you listen to this podcast is I want you to feel inspired and empowered. Because like I say at the top of the show, it, this is about grace-filled money discussions. Our finances, no matter how much we make matter or how little we make matter. Instead of feeling overwhelmed or stuck, we can take charge of our money. We can become proactive planners, making smart decisions that align with our values and our long-term goals. It's all about seizing the opportunities that we have, even if those opportunities are limited. And I know that if you're in the thick of it, it's easy to roll your eyes at me right now. I understand those feelings, I do. And I also know that I come from a privileged position, right? I'm a college-educated woman pursuing a second degree. I live in a low cost of living area. We don't have any debt other than our mortgage. I, I get how that can be perceived, that I've had a lot of advantages. But I also want to remind you that my husband and I hit financial rock bottom, and there came a point when I did not have enough money for our water bill and I had like change in a jar and I was 38 cents short and the lady at the water authority had to spot me the difference so that my water wouldn't get cut off. I've been able, unable to pay for like dental care before. It's, we have been at, looking back at it, I don't even believe that we were as low as we were. 
the, the point that we had reached was as bad as it was. So if you are in the thick of it, I understand those feelings. And I want you to know that I am coming from a place of compassion, not sitting on a high horse, looking down on you, thinking I'm so much better than you because I've got it all figured out. No, this is me, like as your mom (laughs) or your big sister or your neighbor or whomever who loves you, just wanting you to be encouraged and to understand that even if you have a little, you can take back control over your money. Okay, money management isn't just a skill reserved for the wealthy. It is a skill that benefits everyone, regardless of our income, but it is a skill. And what's the thing about skills? We have to learn them. We are not born knowing them. And we give ourselves grace in other areas, right? Someone had to teach us to drive a car the first time we rode a bike, and we fell. We didn't berate ourselves. When we try a new recipe and maybe it doesn't work out perfectly the first time, we understand because we're trying something new. But for some reason, when it comes to finances, we feel like we should just come straight out the womb, knowing everything. And that's that's not how life works. But the good news is we now live in a time and a place where if you have a money question, You essentially have a computer in your purse or your back pocket or wherever in your smartphone and you can pull it out and you can Google, you can look on Investopedia, you can learn. So think about it. When we learn how to live within our means and distinguish between our short-term wants and our long-term financial well-being, we are setting ourselves up for success. We are sending future you money, right? Because future you doesn't have any money. Future me is broke. The only money future me has is the money that I put in my Roth IRA every month to send her. So we are setting our future selves up for success every time we learn to manage our money. Every time we save, every time we pay off a bill, every time we make a good financial choice, we are giving ourselves a better future and you deserve a better future. When we break free from the paycheck to paycheck cycle, which that was my first episode ever of this podcast, you can go back and listen to it. But when we break free from the paycheck to paycheck cycle and we start building a stable financial foundation, it is life-changing. And here's the exciting part. Money management isn't just about surviving. It opens doors for you, for growth and opportunity. And even if we can only save a small amount of money, those little snowflakes add up over time. Those little raindrops add up over time. They become our safety net for emergencies or a springboard to have investments. You know, I I heard one time, about something called keystone habits and how when you drink water, you feel better and you have more energy. And then maybe you get up and you go exercise and then maybe you eat better. And that one small change of deciding I'm gonna drink an extra glass of water today has a long-term impact. Well, that's the same thing with saving money. There's become this trend of saying, stop teaching women to save money and start teaching them how to invest. Yes, and. We can save money and invest. We can want to save money on our groceries 
and learn how to invest in a Roth IRA. But if we don't learn how to save and get in control of our spending, and this isn't just a female issue, men overspend too, but if we don't get in control of those spending issues, we won't ever have extra money to do anything. And so those are keystone habits that that matter. And so those small amounts add up over time. Those small habits add up over time. Remember my dear, sweet, beautiful land mermaids. <laughs> money management is essential to everyone. Everyone. Because it's not about crunching numbers. It's about taking back control and making informed choices and building a better financial future because it's your money and your future and your power and you get to take it back. So let's talk about what to do if you are just starting, if you don't know anything and you have been living paycheck to paycheck. The first thing that I want you to do is call your bill providers, your bill providers, your service providers, sorry, call your service providers, gas, electric, internet, whomever you're paying monthly bills to. And if you're behind on them, see what they can do to work with you. See if there are hardship programs. See if they'll put you on some sort of plan. Maybe you need to move those payment dates around to better suit your paychecks. But do what you need to do to get current on your bills. And then we're going to learn to budget because budgeting is a cornerstone of financial stability. And so there are a few various techniques that you can use to budget. I like a budget by paycheck. My husband gets paid weekly and I get paid all over the place because I'm a freelancer. And so we budget based on his income and then mine is viewed as, because mine is inconsistent, it's quote extra, although we use it. (laughs) We use the heck out of it. But we budget by paycheck. And so what we do by that, what I mean by that is look at the money that is in your account now and give it a job. So you're going to save some. You're going to put some towards your bills. And then when new money comes in, you're going to assign that. But you're going to do it before it comes in. So if you get paid on Friday, on Wednesday or Thursday, sit down, look at your bills, look at your expenses, look at your grocery needs and budget that money that's coming in. Another technique that people like to use, and you don't have to do all of these, pick the one that's gonna work the best for your brain. But one that people love is the 50-30-20 rule, where 50% of your income goes towards your essentials, 30 towards discretionary spending, and 20 towards savings and debt. That's too much math for me. No thank you. But that may be what works for you. Track your spending. This is crucial. It allows you to identify patterns and understand habits and make necessary adjustments. You can use the notes app in your phone. You can use the back of an envelope. You can use a sheet of paper. You can use a spreadsheet. You can use an app like Every Dollar or You Need a Budget or Much. My friend Carmen made an app called Much and it is great. There are lots of options for you when it comes to tracking your spending. You can do it as you're standing at the checkout. You can do it at the end of the day, but just commit to tracking it for, start with one week, one week. And that's really going to show you a black and white picture of where your money is going. Okay, so let's talk about some mental roadblocks that hinder our budgeting efforts. So 
a lot of people struggle with the thought that budgeting is restricting. It restricts their freedom. But I urge you to shift that narrative in your mind and instead of seeing it as a restriction that controls you, look at it as a tool that you control. It is a a power move that you have to be in control of your finances. It is freedom to tell your dollars, I want some of you to go to this and some of you to go to that. And you'll be able to see areas where you have a little bit more freedom and areas where you don't because you've committed one to budgeting and two to tracking your spending. So shift that narrative in your mind. Another mental block that people have is, well, nobody taught me. And you're right. Nobody did teach you. And I'm sorry. That sucks. I'm sorry that nobody taught you how to manage money. That is an explanation for why you feel the way you do about certain things, but it's no longer an excuse. And that's a, that's a talk I had to have with myself that that's an explanation, but not an excuse because I now can Google anything. And so I think it's really important to just take 30 minutes every week to educate yourself on finances by listening to a podcast or reading a book. I really, there are a few that I can recommend to you, like the psychology of money or getting good with money by Jesse Fearon. There are a lot of books out there and you can get them free from the Libby app at your local library, but take some time to educate yourself on money matters. Also, temptation (laughs) and instant gratification. This is one I struggle with, but it's essential to focus on those long-term benefits. Like I said a minute ago, The only money that your future self has is the money that you send her. And so that's something I have to remind myself of all the time is I don't need this cute thing I saw off of Amazon. I need a retirement account. And so I'm going to take the $35 I was about to spend and I'm going to put it in my Roth IRA. And then when I get enough money, I'm going to buy an index fund. And that's like a little tool that I give myself. Setting realistic goals is crucial to stay motivated and those small goals gradually increase your targets. They, they matter. So celebrate your milestones along the way to keep you engaged and motivated. And that's one of those ways that we can overcome temptation is by setting good, realistic goals. Okay, that wraps things up today. I hope it helps you. I hope that you have found these money management tips for any income beneficial. You don't have to be wealthy to manage your finances. Implementing easy budgeting techniques, focusing on overcoming those mental roadblocks, and finding the right budgeting technique for you is going to help. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the Frugal Debt-Free Life podcast. You can find this and any episode you may have missed at frugaldebtfreelife.com dot com backslash podcast. And thank you to everyone who has left a review. That is how people find this show and we can continue to spread this message of debt freedom and hope and taking back control over your money or taking control for the first time. So thank you. I appreciate you being here and we will chat soon.